0: The sooner you make mistakes, the better it is for you, because the sooner you will you will learn from those mistakes, and you will scale and you will grow, right? So don't be afraid of making mistakes. That's what I tell my team members. Also,
1: try not to become a man of success, rather a man of value. Today's guest helped scale her parents' luxury lingerie business to Saks Faith Avenue, an American luxury departmental chain store, when she was 17 years old, with just one phone call. She's the founder of Accelerate Global, a business coach and a mentor, Asma Watsi. Asma will be sharing with us personal stories of success, as well as talking us through how to build a profitable business from scratch using webinars and more. Hello, Asma, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila.
0: Hi, Sheila. Thank you very much for welcoming me on your podcast today. I'm so thrilled to be here and talking to you and your audience.
1: It's a delight to host you today. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, how life was growing up? Just a little background story so that our audience or our listeners will get to know who our guest really is for today. Sure,
0: would love to. Um, As you said, my name is Asma Wasti. Uh, My background is kind of a mix. I come from the subcontinent of India. My father is from India, my mom is from Pakistan, Um, but I interestingly enough grew up in um, multiple different countries around the world. It just happened that my father worked um in different places given his nature of work and that gave me a wonderful insight into you know the cultural life because there's a child you absorb all this so I absorb languages I absorbed cultures um I'm a big fan of sushi <laughs> uh because it's it comes from t- childhood uh, to this point um my parents when uh they retired especially my dad my mom had started um a a company you know a small company just for herself really to keep her so busy I guess and for a secondary income creating lingerie and nightgowns and you know luxury items and she had a a small little place with a few employees about five six or ten employees maybe at most um supplying it to local and regional um, retailers and wholesalers. Um, and of course, to, for a young uh, girl like me, coming out of school, I was still waiting to get into university. I went on to do my MBA. Um, so when going into university, it's probably just to keep me out of trouble she said, "Well, you're going to come and visit my factory every day and work yeah. with us until you go into, you know, your university." And I did. And um, it was it's the fun fact because that's the the uh, little bit of a story. I love telling stories, and you know how it connects people um, with with who we are. Um, I want to tell that story that you mentioned here. My um, was just one day she was flipping through a magazine, um, looking for some um, designs. Uh, fashion and I asked her um, you know standing on her head like you know if you could see your product in any one of these stores in any of these companies that that you see in in this magazine where would it be and probably just to get me get rid of me out of her hair she pointed at the page that she was at she didn't even bother to flip and that said Saks Fifth Avenue and I think ignorance is a bliss, um, you know, it, it sometimes comes in handy because we are fearless at that time without baggage. I said, okay, no problem. And I figured out to open the directory, the white pages, figured out, uh, and I'm, I'm probably dating myself when I say it was more than two decades ago, mm-hmm. almost three decades ago, actually. Um, so I picked up the white pages, looked at the number up and called them. And uh, the, the person who picked up the phone uh, got me connected to the supply uh, chain coordinator. The supply chain obviously was not the same as it is today. Mm-hmm. It probably would not have been able to connect with them. But um, the person first uh, talked to me, the coordinator first talked to me and then couldn't believe who I was and where I was calling from. And probably for him to get rid of me, he also said, OK, to humor me, he said, OK, send, send us some samples and of course I had to convince my dad that nobody's trying to make a fool of me and they're actually genuinely asking for it Um, he eventually sent some samples to them and little did we know that we got the first order of half a container of about a 20-foot container uh, for the first order and then from there onwards it happened that it grew regularly almost on a quarterly basis we used to send pretty much one full 40 foot container to them. My parents factory and business grew from being a small space and 10 people to more than 50 employees on multiple floors. um, And about by just that one contract. Um, That showed and told me what my next direction should be because I was already waiting for going to university anyways. And that's why I ended up going and doing my MBA. But You know, that changed, that was an impact that stayed with me uh, and that changed the direction of my life and course, and I am where I am today because of that just by working on sales piece of it, um, on how to uh, you know, talk to, with um, doing multiple generational planning and estate planning and getting them to understand the portfolio itself. That worked and came in handy for me, because then I went on to work with, as a performance coach, with top tier management, with you know, executives on, again, on how to create sales without fear, with empathy Uh, most importantly because you know we get promoted into managerial positions but you know it comes it takes time uh, to understand the role and get the robes and a lot of times we see sales and uh, management by fear versus empathy and that was one of my cornerstones uh, working with them and also on retention so that because if you don't manage with fear anymore the retention reduces the attrition reduces so that was one of the largest uh, things that i did did, certainly. And then, of course, I went on to create um, business accelerators for Government of Canada um, because we are, Canada's big on, uh, you know, immigration. So we have people coming in on business visas and refugees. And, you know, so we ended up helping them in creation of the career accelerator and a business accelerator for people with disabilities, uh, youth entrepreneurship programs, self-employment programs for newcomers that are coming in. Um, They're still being taught right now across the um, different regions within Ontario. I'm quite proud of that. Um, 2018 alone, we ended up creating, starting up uh, 100 new businesses Mm. uh, in one year. Um, That was a big feat because it was a great uh, transition time also. And I'm glad that we were kind of ahead of the ball game because, you know, when 2020 rolled around, what happened with the rest of the world? So we helped them with the digitizing their businesses as well. Um, And interestingly enough, I'm a big fan of facts and numbers uh, because they don't lie. So when they had an audit done for those companies, the startups that I helped, uh, 100 new ones, they found out that at least 60% of them were profitable in year two and year three as well. Mm -hmm. So there must be a reason behind it. Obviously, the framework that I put into place and the way and the methodology, and it was fast track for them to be able to have a return on investment. I know I've said this to you and to, to all the other listeners before. If we don't have sales, we don't have a business. If we don't have consistency of sales, it means our business is going to go in the ground. Um, If you compare that to Silicon Valley, their success rate is around 3% of new startups, which is quite common, which is around the world it's quite common. So in order to have a much, much, much higher success rate, there has to be a strategy and a plan in place, which is designed for small businesses, which is designed for small startups. So that's that's one of my pride and joy, and I enjoy doing what I do.
1: Brilliant. It's good we have you on this platform today, because for me, sales and marketing has never been my stronghold. I'm a products person. I like to create, but when it comes to marketing it, pricing it, all of that is where I fall short. I struggle a lot. I know I'm struggling with that area. So I think it's good we have you on the platform. And I believe that our audience will be able to learn a thing or two from today's episodes. And going forward, do you have a memorable life experience you'd like to share with us? And what were some of the lessons learned from those experiences?
0: Sure, so I did share one with you already, the one that that particular that had the major impact on my life. Um, The other one I would like to think of is that um, (laughs) growing up, as I told you, I grew up in multiple different countries in Middle East and, you know, as well as in Europe and US and Canada, um, in South Asia. So in some of the parts of the world, um, there were, you know, the culture and society is kindly clearly demarcated between female and male gender Mm -hmm. roles, right? Mm -hmm. How you're supposed to do certain things and not the other things. Mm -hmm. So I happened to find myself to be the only female on a soccer team. (laughs) And that was... And you can imagine what could happen there. So being the only, and you know, I kind of pushed myself into it, just having that resiliency and that grit. As as I told you, that that event where I had I picked up the phone, you know, ignorance is a bliss. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I I never thought of that. Why is it that I'm not able to join the soccer? I love mm-hmm. soccer. So mm-hmm. and now my son, my younger son, is actually turning a professional soccer player. So it definitely clearly runs in in the genes mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So that was um you know, and of course you can imagine. Imagine that I was not just playing against the other uh, ten; I was actually playing against the twenty. In fact, twenty-two to be exact, right? My own team and then the others, right? Just the fact. But it gave me a lot of insight into understanding. And then from there onwards, I made friends, I made a lot of friends within our team and the other places and I was quite welcomed in this process. And that opened doors for other girls to come in and they ended up creating, you know, a a girls team of soccer, which never existed before in that area in that society in that country. Um, But it showed me that anything can be achieved with Mm. determination with understanding understanding the process understanding the market understanding and as you said the marketability and i think that comes naturally to some people and i'm glad that i'm playing to my strength because i see people sometimes in my in the process where we work with clients and we've worked with hundreds of clients um that sometimes we just take it take something just because it's successful for someone else and think that it will be successful for us too Mm right? Um, Mm -hmm. Not realizing that maybe that person is playing to their strength, Mm -hmm. right? Versus what we are. So I learned a lot. I learned um, people's skills in that process. I learned relationship building I learned, um, you know, how to convince people of something that is of worth and value and how it can change and have an impact and transform, uh, transform my own self and, and theirs also. I mean, it, it went on to build something beautiful, which was another soccer team for girls at that time. So I, I think that had a big impact on me because I still remember that, that so well as if it was yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, before we go to our two main points, how can somebody build something substantial from nothing, coming back from a background of nothing, but still wants to do something for themselves of value? How will they be able to do that?
0: That is a great question to ask, Sheila. Um, Mm Coming from a humble background myself, I came from nothing, literally nothing, although my parents were employed, but we we never amassed wealth like you would think, right? And they started a business which was small, they created a big, um, um, went from small to nothing to big, and then lost everything in that process because they ended up be, uh, being caught in a, a local conflict in the area, in the region, that actually had an impact on the sales and production of their own company, and they had to shut the business down and we were back to having nothing really because you don't amass wealth in, in a small factory like that um, and then starting my own business accelerate global from nothing i was a solopreneur when i started back in 2018 i have more than 30 employees and team members now uh, and we're constantly growing so i can clearly and well understand your question um, you can do it by having a vision your vision has to be big enough you have to believe in yourself and in your vision it needs to be so big that it can it can uh you know it it becomes unbelievable to others if you present it to them right Mm -hmm. it does just because it happens to be so-called and 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 i want to go in a little bit detail uh, on this um if you if i have time they you know it's unbelievable to others because their mindset and their vision is not big enough for themselves either. So when we see the mirror image of ourselves in the mirror, we tend to reflect the same on others. We tend to measure them by the same parameters, Mm. right? And if your parameters, if you expand them, your vision is so big, if your vision is that big, I know my mom used to say, if you if you aim for the sky, you may land on the tree. But if you la- aim for the tree, you land on the ground. Mm. So you have to aim for the sky all the time. It needs to be big. Like for Accelerate Global, our vision and mission um, is that we... We are an educational and personal growth company. We don't call ourselves startup organization because we offer multiple different things. And in this process, people transform their lives and other people's lives in in that process. So that's why we are an educational and personal growth company. Um, We started as one and now we have a big team. Our vision is that we will go on to be a $150 million company by 2025. We want to have, I want to have over 100,000 people come through our doors by 2025. I want to be able to transform the lives of those people. Because imagine that when you do a startup, you have yourself, but the people that you help along the way with that transformation, no matter who they are and how many they are, it has a ripple effect. It has a ripple effect from us to them, to them, to forward. It it, it expands clearly. So it has to start from a vision. And then, of course, it has to be with goal setting and with very absolute clarity and focus without being afraid of making mistakes. The sooner you make mistakes, the better it is for you, because the sooner you will, you will learn from those mistakes and you will scale and you will grow. Right, so don't be afraid of making mistakes. That's what I tell my team members, my employees also, don't be afraid. They're never reprimanded on making mistakes because if they've made mistakes. It means we found a way of not to do this thing, right? On how to improve our process. Just today, actually, we were having this team meeting And I did a roundtable with them to find out, okay, how can we improve our customer service? How can we improve our process where clients are super satisfied and they leave? They already do. If you ask our clients, they will tell you they feel amazed by how well taken care of they are uh, in this process. And it's not just, you know, it's about vision building also. So from day one, if you come, you know, if they start and wake up on January 1st uh, with a vision with the big vision, we help you within that process to having your own team and having that return on investment. But the vision has to come from you. It cannot come from me or come from my team. Like we help you assist you. We feel fortunate that we are part of your life and journey that we take you from nothing and create a business out of it. But really, the vision has to come from you.
1: Brilliant. Brilliant. I think too many times I've had not too many times, but quite often I hear that people make wealth mm-hmm. and then they lose it. Yeah. What do you think is the best way to make it and still keep it? Because I know so many people come into wealth and they are not prepared for it. Yes, so that is right. And one thing I also know, on beginning to experience, is that the people around you sometimes don't help. Mm-hmm. So when somebody sees that you are trying to make it. You see, you're not there yet. You're trying to make it, working day and night to make it. Then people, can I have that? Can I have that? You know, people are taking off here. Yeah. The more you give out, you know, because well, amassing wealth is about putting it together all the time, isn't it? Putting it all, dropping some somewhere all the time to grow it. Is that not it? But if we keep giving it out all the time, then you're not able to accumulate the wealth or, I hear you. And I, I I get what you're saying, because
0: I come from a financial background as well. As I said, I was a senior financial advisor managing a huge portfolio and now managing a multi-million dollar business. Um, I get it. Um, at the end of the day, because I come from a business background, no matter whether you are a service-based business, if your listeners are service-based businesses or product-based business, at the end of the day, they have to realize that they are in business. Yeah. And it is a business that is for profitability, even a not for profit business has to run in to profit in order to exist yeah. right, yeah. otherwise they won't be able to do and, and and implement and transform the lives that they are meant to do and designed to do that way. So it is so important to have that clarity in the mind because we are all givers and especially women. When I talk about this, I talk, I'm talking to your listeners, and especially I'm talking to the, your uh, female audience because we have this innate nature of giving and um, giving too much. Yeah, giving a whole lot, right? And that's why my our webinar accelerator with the Nectar Global is so successful because it's it really clearly defines the art and the science of uh, finally balancing that without having to oversell, over educate, over teach, over coach, mm. and yet showcasing your authority and expertise in order to create a building a warm audience from nothing. Even Mm -hmm. if you have zero followers, Webinar Accelerator can generate a tremendous amount of leads for you. Um, But think about it that you're in business and the business has to build. It has to, number one, have sales. It has to sustain on itself. Mm -hmm. When you're into profitability, you need to uh, protect that. So you need to have a plan. You need to have a plan of action on how much and what percentage is going back into your business for Mm -hmm. what reason. What percentage is going to be in for protection of that business? So in case you get, uh, you know, um, not needed, you know, you get uh, all kinds of customer complaints and legalities that you go into. So that is there. And what is uh, there to be invested in for multiplication processes and how it will grow? Your business needs to consistently evolve because at a certain point in time, you you become stagnant. Not only your product and your service becomes stagnant, but it becomes replicatable easily. People can replicate it, no matter how much you try to protect it. So the protection has to be there. You have to copyright, you have to trademark, you have to do this, but you have to come with the mindset of wealth building and generational wealth building that's how the businesses work. If you look at Microsoft, if you look at uh, Bill Gates, if you look at um, Elon Musk, if mm-hmm. you look at um, the creator of uh, Facebook, Mm-hmm. all of them, there's a reason that they have created these, um, they have put all their wealth into trust funds, because they want to, it's not that they don't want to pay taxes, I mean, taxes are there, they they build the society, Canada is one of the most highly um, taxed uh, societies, we pay, you know, for a high, for the highest tax bracket is close to 50% of your income that goes into taxes, mm-hmm. right, but it builds your society, however, at certain point in time, the business has to understand that there's only so much that you can give in taxes and there are built in legalities for that very reason by the government given to you so that you can make the best use of it right so because you are taking that risk you are taking of that risk of not having knowing what the next income is going to come from you're providing employment to people you're Mm -hmm. changing and transforming lives so take advantage of that there has to be a financial plan there has to be a cash flow plan there has to be an operational plan and you have to be consistently following that plan and redirecting and recorrecting your course on your GPS for your business. And that starts again. I have to go back to what I said to going back to the vision. If you have a huge vision, you can all you can afford to make mistakes because you will always come back and course correct yourself. Yeah. But if you don't have a big vision, you just want to make immediate money and immediate returns. Mm-hmm which people do. People start sometimes from there. I've got clients that come through our doors. I just want to make $3,000 a month. And mm-hmm. when they started going through our webinar accelerator within 35, 40 days, you can, you, they started to make and We have bring a huge team of people with us. You know this, right? We mm-hmm. bring a team of people that help you implement done with you, done for you services, along with all that marketing strategy, all that visibility, their branding goes up hundred percent, 200 percent. And they start getting that return. They say, oh, can I do more like you can absolutely do yeah. more right because you they, their vision was not big that's when their the aha moment starts and their vision becomes so much more bigger that's when the realization of wealth building and generational uh, financial protection comes in so study these companies if you study Microsoft and all these there's a reason they put these in 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 those tax brackets they're one of the highest earning tax you know mm. uh, organizations in the world mm. Walmart is another one yeah. of them right you have to first think from that point of view that this business is there for the longer term. Yes. It's not for the short term. Mm-hmm. If your vision is only small enough to say, okay, it's only for the short term and that's it. When I'm gone, the business is gone. That's fine too. But then that's all there it would be.
1: Mm. Two things um, that are, that has come out, clear in everything that you said, one is planning. Yes. And I think they say that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yes. So everything has to do with planning. and then another thing i hope it doesn't escape me i hope it doesn't escape but if it does there was another thing i caught on but it i think it's gone i'm going to get it back but um let's go on to how to build a profitable business from scratch using webinars because it's become it's become the in thing now isn't it Webinars (laughs) um from 2020 during the pandemic till now it looks like everybody's brought their businesses onto the web space so a lot of wow. webness here and there. So let's talk about how to build a profitable business from scratch.
0: So it feels like it, doesn't it, Sheila, that this is the time, like, you know, webinars have been around forever. I was teaching people and coaching them on how to create Zoom meetings and how to create webinars back in 2017, 2018, 2019 as well. I coached coaches. I told you I used to work for, you know, uh, Government of Ontario programs that were funded in millions of dollars by the Government of Ontario um, for the business accelerators. And I was teaching them the exact same thing, but it has grown exponentially since 2020 because we digitized most of the things that we did our businesses because of the nature of uh, what we are in because of the pandemic and even when eventually our society goes back into the new norm that we now know it will be integrated it will never go away It will only evolve as we see and hear uh, Facebook coming up with metaverse. So it's only going to be different right now. We see each other like this on Zoom, but um, there will be a time where it feels like we're sitting next to each other in in a hologram. It's not going to it's not too far. It's, you know, it's it's already there in place in metaverse through Facebook, what used to be Facebook um, already. So definitely taking the best advantage of the technology is the key to, towards success and scaling and growing your business um, in uh, the new century and in the new time, time to come, even now. Um, Now, why I say webinars are the key to your success, and it's a great option, it's not a click funnel kind of a strategy, Um, you know, it's not just a one uh, kind of one uh, size fits all right, it's highly customizable and you can customize it for yourself right. Mm because filling out your webinars with ideal clients, you can actually convert people that is cold audience into warm audience at a snap of your fingers, right? Um, when we say webinars, I don't necessarily mean, and most of us have been on webinars, right? There are all kinds of webinars that are in place. Some are salesy, some are pitchy, some are just for marketing purposes, some are just for educational purposes, right? So they over-educate, over-sell or, or overdo it, but, Um, I do lead generation differently, I do it, most importantly, very effectively. And webinars is the cornerstone strategy for that reason. Uh, we close around, in last four months alone, we have closed over $400,000 of business just mm. by using webinars, right? Mm. Um, 30 to 15 new clients into your, into your group coaching program, into your one-on-one, we do integration. So we do customized one-on-one coaching along with the group coaching and mastermind sessions, you know, all of these. But we have shattered the no- norm of lead generation. Of what the experts used to say. And even now they they spend so much of money in uh, advertising and those kind of marketing tactics. For most of us, I know I, when I started back in 2018, I was a solopreneur. I didn't have the money to put into advertising and, and to hire people the way we do now uh, to do it. So that's what led me to build and working with all the others back in 2017-18 with, you know, starting hundreds of businesses, widely profitable businesses, was to create an organic way of doing it that even solopreneurs are equally able to do it. And that's using webinars with a very interesting fine line of, you know, we, we teach this in our business on how to uh, balance it, right? So without over coaching, over over educating, and yet you leave them uh, wanting more on how to showcase your authority and expertise. Because if you have zero followers, you're able to use uh, webinars um, the way we teach them to make it a profitable business, fill out fill out your webinars with um, ideal clients, um, leave them wanting more and actually converting them into your dream clients right from there onwards. Okay, so you can do it. I'll give you three for your audience. I'll give them three pillars so that they can, they have an immediate takeaway and they can implement it and they can start doing it. And if they have any questions, I'm more than happy. I've shared my links with you. You can come to Accelerate, um, you know, asthma.wasi at accelerateglobal.com. More than happy to help you with that. But the mainstream advice is to have a killer topic, right? A great clickable Mm -hmm. topic. But what if you don't have an audience yet? right? Um, So you can definitely host a webinar with a killer topic and detailed pain points for your clientele. Invite them using LinkedIn. LinkedIn events offer you free of cost uh events development where you can attract the right audience as long as you know who your target audience is as long as you have the clarity of it you can use it through Facebook events Mm. you can create other Eventbrite and those kind of apps that are available the amazing thing about the webinar is that a cold audience can suddenly become a warm audience and your dream client Mm. you have the ability to showcase your authority and expertise right? You mm-hmm. have the ability to invite all the people that are not connected with you to come and connect with you and follow you. So you can hold a community uh, in with them. You can create a group in your LinkedIn, you can create a group in your Facebook. And then of course, you can provide them with the maximum, uh, with not too much, but I recommend to talk only about your three core topics. Mm-hmm. Three core things that your clients have used to transform their lives. So it could be that your audience may be a life coach. They may be an executive coach. They may be, uh, you know, uh, a career coach. They may be a mindset coach. They may be. Uh, they may have programs for different organizations, such as Bob Proctor and you know uh, James Maxwell and all these kind of uh, programs that they're looking to talk about and sell and transform lives. They may be. Uh, we have clients from all over the place. You may be cryptocurrency educator Mm. you may be you the beauty of the webinar is that it can be implemented in any genre in any industry sector with having zero following generating leads you have 1000 just uh, our new client from UK actually had uh, joined us uh, not too long ago like less than 40 days ago she already has 150 people signed up for her webinar right you can sell portions of it in for, uh, for-profit webinars. It doesn't even have to be a free one. You can bring audience to you through free webinars, right? Nice. Um, showcasing yourself, showcasing your authority and expertise and converting them into dream clients. And it happens so, so, so fast. And so quickly that as you said, if somebody who doesn't have anything, they're starting from scratch, um you you're able to share value you're able to showcase who you are you're able to showcase what you're what you're um um bringing to them Mm -hmm. you can talk to their pain points give them the solutions that they're looking for and then convert them into uh, a paid client Um, you can do it through free webinars you can do it through paid webinars you can convert it into evergreen webinars so you just have to do it one time and then forget about it just schedule it and people can go and select and view your pre-recorded webinar and then purchase uh, your product and service directly from there. We help mm-hmm. you, you know, creating that. So it's a consistent, and that's why you start the return. You see how, I mean, it's it's not a false statement when I say you are able to get the return on your investment immediately and very effectively because it's not rocket science. It's doable. It's highly, highly doable. Plus, of course, we provide you with, um, with the whole team of people that actually helps you implement it. If you go and hire five people for yourself to create a digital need, media team and a content creator and a webinar support specialist and a VA and admin uh, and a sales coach, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars here. But because I come from a humble background, we do it at a fraction of a cost. And a number of our clients are earning 5K, 10K, 20K, 30K, um, even 100K just from one webinar. right? And consistently doing it. As I say, I keep on saying consistency is the name of the game. It also has an effect on other strategies. So it's not just the webinar. It actually has an effect on other marketing strategies. As you were mentioning earlier on, a number of the people that you uh, meet say that, you know, they're struggling with marketing strategies. It affects an impact on your referrals go up, Mm -hmm. way up, 50%, 100% up. Because when, even if somebody may not be buying it from you, but they think of someone who can buy from you because they have learned about you. They feel that they know you. They feel that they know what you're offering. They have warmed up to you. So they will refer you even without sometimes without your knowledge, they will refer someone to you to come to you. Your social selling goes up. You have a reason to talk to people and a reason for people to respond back to you. Exactly. Your, um, Your lead generation and your content creation goes up. Because now you're not thinking twice, what should I be posting today on my LinkedIn? <laughs> what should I be posting today on my other social media? Because leading 15 days leading up to the webinar, 15 days leading after the webinar, you're talking about the topic, right? That is, So you already know what you're talking about, and you're actually creating that excitement for them to come and join you, to listen to you, and purchase that from you, and post that past the webinar, you're talking about the successes that you're getting out of it. So it really is an amazing strategy. Um, it sometimes eludes people because it, it, they have tried and tested it in other form that they do. And they come back to me sometimes and say, but Asma, I've tried webinars and they don't seem to work for me. Right. And then I say, ah, you haven't tried the right format of the webinar because there's a strategy, just like there's a, a strategy for for anything right for anything that we do right uh, a neurosurgeon already has a plan when they know where they need to get into and what they're working on a heart surgeon has a strategy they're mm-hmm. not going to go into your brain they're only going to go into your heart related you know system a respirologist only is going to work through for your respiratory system mm-hmm. similarly your business coach has a strategy so you have to have a strategy and a plan with the focus and the clarity for your business that implements And this, I can guarantee you, gives you amazing, amazing results. I, we've got hundreds of uh, clients that have their testimonials and they talk about, they talk about having that uh, sigh of relief, Mm. most importantly, because Mm. a burden has come off their shoulders. Mm. Um, They feel that they no longer have to run every day um, and feel like they're on a hamster wheel. They don't have to, they have income coming in that is consistent, that is paying for their business from day one, from right away within 35 days of joining the program. They also have consistency of it. And then from there onwards, they can actually think, so it's not coming out of, it's not burning holes in their pocket. They can think on expansion. They can think about scaling and growth, which we also teach you on how to do that. Um, The visibility has gone up the expertise that you were trying to establish for yourself, brand yourself has gone up. Now Mm -hmm. people say, wouldn't you love to hear Sheila? That people would say, oh, if you want to learn about this particular area, go to Sheila and talk Mm -hmm. to her. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what this does, this Webinar Accelerator does.
1: Right, I'd I'd love to try webinars myself. I've been looking at it for a while now. Uh And I'll be happy to give it a go to see how it works.
0: I would love you to. I yeah. would love you to. I think you will do fantastically well. Mm-hmm. Your closing rate is usually around 20 to 30% for clients. So if you have registered a thousand people, right? And I can show you, you know, webinars, uh, events where people have registered. A thousand people registered, um, you know, a hundred of them showed up because Zoom only allows a hundred for you at that time, mm-hmm. you know, for the basic. And then 20% of them conversion rate. So it's, it's a no brainer. Uh, you know, with that, and when the team comes in to help you with their webinar accelerator, it is remarkable because it expands. Like I always say, the business never grows linear from point A to point B to point C to point, it always grows like a spider's web. Mm. It grows from here, and if you are growing, it feels like sometimes you're on the deep end of the pool, and that's okay, Mm. right? It grows like a spider, and when it does it expands in every rich direction. And that's the beauty of it and that it spills over. That's why your vision expands. That's why your growth is there, all right? The growth is never linear. It's always expansive in every direction.
1: Let's talk about how to make sales fun to attract clients with integrity.
0: Oh my gosh. That is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I come from a sales background. I hold a master's degree in business and marketing and finance. Yeah. And I've worked in sales department from all the top organizations that I've mentioned before, IBM and, you know, CBC and all these big businesses. Um, and I've worked through them and I failed at sales before too. Mm-hmm. I have made mistakes. I've lost millions in that process, learning what not to do. And that's why we are webinar accelerator is such success because I teach that please let them be my million mistakes not make them yours Mm. (laughs) so that's why and sales used to be my sore point Mm. even coming from that background because it was fearful it was like talking to somebody like oh I would start having stomach aches and you know a little bit palpitation and heartbeat going strong you know strong and fast and that twisted and turned and changed altogether with Mm. my perspective The perspective was that if I do not have that conversation with the client, I'm not able to help them. I'm not able to help and transform their life. They're here for a reason. We have our top three clients are, you know, uh, two sisters uh, who are cryptocurrency educators, uh, Carol and Patty, um, have gone on to create a humongous business for themselves. Um, Taika from... The US $10 million, Ratna mm. from uh, India over $10 million. They all started from there and they were all scared of sales. right? Mm. Uh, so the first thing is you have to understand if you don't talk and if you don't sell your product, you're not in business. If you want to stay afloat in business, you have to make profit. If you don't talk to the other person and offer them with what you're offering, then you are not transforming their lives. You're not changing them. You're not helping them gain their goals that they have set out for. So the mindset going into that conversation has to be clear and very, very easygoing, right? My sales conversations are now as if I'm talking to a friend right you know how you go to a restaurant and you have your favorite food and you say oh my gosh this was amazing I got to tell 10 more people about it right they didn't pay you to do so but you loved it so much that you went ahead that's exactly what a sales conversation is Mm. and should look like right Mm. telling and talking about what you love to do and the other is that you have to go through a step by step process for it. It needs to be understood. You need to understand the other party and what their pain points are. I believe I've shared um, with you the link uh, to download the sales, mm-hmm. you know, 10 steps to a sales call. That's amazing that I have created. I would love your audience to have it. Mm-hmm. So please feel free to share that link and go on and click on it, and you can download the t- 10 steps to to close a client on a phone call it is so effective it works so well for you and why does it do so because it guides you on what to do when coming in with the with the client how to set your agenda how to understand what the, the other party is looking for perhaps sometimes there's a mismatch right and that sales is not meant to happen and you should shouldn't be happening Because you will, even if you close that sale, you will be regretting it later. So you need to qualify the other party. They're qualifying you and you're qualifying them at the same time. So if instead of approaching it from a point of desperation, approach it from a point of helping them. Right, Mm -hmm. and that makes it so much fun isn't it fun to talk about your favorite food item to your to your friends right Mm -hmm. just the same Mm -hmm. thing. So you're talking about your favorite thing that you have brought to them that will transform their lives so setting the agenda talking about um, not trying to sell it to them, but actually understanding what are their pain points. And then presenting your offer without presenting the price point, because you first have to understand if the, if the other party understand the value in what you're offering, right? And then asking them, what is it that you liked about it, right? When they talk about what they liked about your offer, guess what they're telling you? They're telling you their biggest pain point. Mm. That is what they liked about it. Oh, mm. I like that you have the team that will help us. Because they're solopreneurs. So with me, a lot of times we hear, oh, I love the fact that your team is helping us from day one to because Mm -hmm. they're solopreneurs, they don't have the affordability at this point in time to hire that. And they're doing it at a literally for peanuts, right, at a fraction of a cost. If that is they're able to do, that is their pain point. Or if they talk about, oh, I love how well-structured it is. It takes us from point A to point B to generating sales in 35 days. It tells Mm -hmm. you that they're not having enough sales. Or it gives them the audience within, you know, a thousands of people, leads generated. That is your potential buyers, your customers. Mm-hmm. Within one month, it means they don't have enough leads. So anytime they tell you what they love about your offers, as a life coach, as a coach, we've got coaches who uh, coach on um, people who are getting divorced, on how to survive that. We have a coach from UK, um, Essex. Uh, She is a parental um, relationship coach. She is coming up with her webinar in March. Uh, Narjit, she teaches that. So within a month generating thousands of people right so no matter who you are whatever your program and offer is whenever you offer them without talking about pricing without talking about selling it to them just giving them and showcasing that if and asking them what does they love about you what your offer is they are telling you what their pain point is mm. and- Take that pain point and connect it with the solution that you're offering and how you plan to give them the solution. Do it genuinely. Do it with integrity. Do it with wholeheartedness. Not trying to, I don't try to close clients for sales because I feel that I need to get the sales. Mm -hmm. I genuinely believe that this person can transform their business and their life if they get into the webinar accelerator. And so does our rest of our team. The way they serve the clients, we don't um, don't, um, sell it to clients, we serve our clients. That is our, our uh, um, you know, our vision and mission and value system in Accelerate Global. We serve our clients. So the way we serve our clients is we truly transform it. And we truly believe in that. I truly believe in that. So it will become so much easier for you to close that sale. Then pricing is not no longer a price point, a challenge for them. Then um, saying yes is not a challenge for them. Asking them for the business is something that a lot of our uh, business owners miss, mm. okay? So think about yourself. So if you're buying shoes, Sheila, at your favorite um, shoe store, mm. I don't know what your favorite shoe store is, but you know.
1: <laughs> I have different different shoe stores. And another thing about me, once I see it, I like it, I like it. I don't care about the price. Whether oh, it's it. high or low, I just go for it because I like it, Yes. yes.
0: See, there you go. It's because you find value in it. You see that it's trendy. It works with you. It works for your comfort, yeah. and you go it. You don't care about the pricing. Yeah. Your client is not going to care about the pricing either if they find yeah. value in, in your uh, system, yeah. in your offer, right? Yeah. And then when you take it to the front desk, do they hesitate in asking for your credit card or your, or your payment?
1: No.
0: no. They know that you brought the shoes because you intend to buy it. So right. they say, okay, tell me, how do you intend to pay for it? that's exactly what you need to do with your client how do you intend to pay for it do not hesitate because you're bringing transformation to their lives right Um, so asking for the business is sometimes we miss we take it to that point and we leave it and leave it in their hands and saying okay and we feel hesitant and saying okay so can i have your business are you in are you in for the journey how do you intend to pay for it i would love you to get you on board it I want you to be a part of this because I see that you can benefit from it tremendously, right? And that's something I want you to write down. I want your listeners to write down big bold letters in front of them um, on the walls or stickies or wherever. Ask for the business. Mm. We tend not to ask for the business. And that's where we leave it. And that sometimes is kind of a crack uh, in making sales fun. Wait.
1: I hope that answers your question. It did. it did, it did, it did, it did, it did, it did. And a thousand times more, ask for the business, ask your client, so what do you like about my business? What is it that you're doing right? That is where it is, isn't it? Yes. And then yeah, you're honing on it. That's really, really good. As we wrap up, um, Asma, what will your final message be to our listeners?
0: I would love your listeners to take that lunge, that, that step forward. Sometimes our vision is there. Sometimes we want things. We want it. We want it desperately. But something holds us back from taking that, you know, as if you're going on that cliff and you've got your feet out and you're afraid of jumping because of that fear, that initial fear. But as soon as you jump, you start to soar and you start feeling, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Why didn't I do this before? I want them to take that jump. Do not be afraid of taking that step believe in your step do not be afraid of ta- making mistakes mistakes will happen mistakes will happen that's part of learning that's part of the journey trust me i've made so many mistakes of this but we are who we are today x global is a huge multi-million dollar company we have a big team we're going across the world like we've got clients from 15 uh, different ca- countries right now um, as a part of our business is only because I took that first step. I took that jump without knowing where the business will go. Nobody gave me a guarantee. Nobody told me that, you know, your business will be successful, but I kept at it. So get out of your own way and get rid of that fear and jump. You will never be able to earn the first dollar if you don't take the first step. You will never be able to make your first million, that five figure, six figure, ten, seven figure, eight figure. We are making, I told you how much we made in the last four months. theres You will never be able to do it. You know, as that saying goes, you miss um, all the shots that you never make, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't make a shot towards that goal, you are, you're already defeated. Mm-hmm. Take that step, Take out, get out of your own way and mm-hmm. you will see the success come to you, breaking the doors. I have no doubt about it. I've seen it.
1: I've done it. Mm. Thank you very much, Asma. The biggest mistake anyone would make is not trying. At least yes. give it a go. Make the yes. mistake and at least know you, you, you did try. And then Absolutely. You so you learn from and then, then you move on. We'd we'll like to say a massive thank you for coming on podcast with Sheila today.
0: You're very welcome. I truly thank your audience and your listeners. I hope they found value in it. Uh, They're welcome to connect with me. I've given you all the links uh, with asthma.wasti at accelerateglobal.com. It's a c c e l e r a number eight global.com. I've given you free a lot of free stuff. Please share it with your. I'm sure you will with your audience with your listeners. Um, I'm happy and available to answer any of the questions. So thank you so much for hosting me
1: today on your podcast it was a pleasure having you as if you've been listening in this has been season two episode 45 of our podcast series where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us do not miss out on all these lovely experiences subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released while at it, please drop us a rating we have a video presentation of this episode on our youtube channel just say for podcast with share on youtube and you'd find us Our prayer for you this year is that the Lord will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Until we meet again, have a brilliant week.